Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right now, a few minutes with Nicole Wilson. Nicole is uh, covering the George Floyd Memorial in Minneapolis this morning. And Nicole, as I understand it, they're expecting a big crowd for this event. They are expecting large crowds. As you've seen on television and with the protests, large crowds have continued to show up for uh, George Floyd's family and to pay their own respects to remember him as a member of this community. So large crowds expected. The Reverend Reverend Al Sharpton is expected to deliver the eulogy. And one thing I can say about the crowds is they are always very respectful and very calm in the presence of the George Floyd family. So I don't anticipate that there will be any riotous behavior out there today. It's usually very, very calm. Can you tell me what what does the venue look like? Where are they having this? They're having it at a on the campus of a Christian university here, and the sanctuary where the memorial will be held seats about a thousand. But it is a private ceremony, and they have to take into consideration social distancing standards. So it won't be a thousand people inside that sanctuary. Yeah, and so how, if they're expecting a big crowd and, you know, maybe less than 500 people inside, where will the crowd reside? Is there going to be like closed circuit TV so they can see what's going on? How how are they going to work that? So I know that the service will be streamed online. So I don't know if they're going to erect televisions out there. I haven't gotten out to the site yet to see if they're out, but I do know that the services will be streamed. People can watch online if they're out there and don't have access to a television. I got you. And then I'm, I'm curious too, and you know, because you're there in Minneapolis, you, you might be able to tell um, just how it's being received. You know, they've upped the charges on uh, former officer Chauvin and they've uh, now charged the three other officers who were on the scene with aiding and abetting. Um, because those charges are now out, do you get a sense that the protesters, um, there's like a calming? I mean, you're, you're chanting for justice. Does that is that perceived as justice, or is it now way beyond just this particular case? It's now the overall police system, and uh, their, their justice is now in the form of reform. Hey, listen, I think the people are seeing something that they've never seen here before. They are not accustomed to seeing charges come against a police officer when there are police-involved shootings. So they're still waiting for what they call justice for a man who was shot in the back of the head while he was handcuffed several years ago. They never got justice, they say, in that case. And so to see charges brought towards this these officers brings a bit of relief. And they're also seeing some reform because the governor the other day announced hey, we've launched a civil rights investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department. We're going to take a look at the policies or procedures over the last 10 years, identify where there are structural deficiencies, and make some changes so we can do better policing in communities of color. Yeah, and when you hear those entities speak, uh, do you get a sense that their thought is it's a few bad actors, bad apples, it's not the overall system Or do you get a sense that with what they're saying today that it really is systemic racism and that black people have been unduly and treated more harshly than general population? What you've said are almost verbatim 
to the words that the governor used. He says there is deeply rooted systemic injustice, racism in this community. We're going to face it, take a hard look at it. The first step to getting past it is acknowledging it. And once we can do that, the community can begin to heal if we implement change. And that's what his goal is. And so when you hear that, then, uh, is there a sense, you know, you and your peers uh, covering the story, Nicole, um, that uh, other, um, you know, entities across the country, you know, whether it's state governors, it's uh, major city mayors, federal government um, members, uh, that they hear that and they say, well, if they're doing that in Minneapolis, uh, it's time for us to take a look at it, too? I think you actually can kind of get that understanding, because what we see in this case is something we haven't seen in any of the other cases. For example, you have mayors speaking out against racism. You have police chiefs saying this is absolutely inhumane and wrong. You have police officers who are on the front lines during these protests stopping and taking a knee. And so it seems everybody is tired of this and everyone uh, in those arenas say it's time for a change let's figure out how we can make this better yeah and isn't it fascinating that you know if it is systemic and it has been uh, a part of that culture for years all the people that have come before and tried to shed light on it tried to uh, you know cast that pall over it and say we've got to fix this uh have been ineffective uh where now this incident with george floyd seems to be the catalyst to kind of get people off the ball and get them moving toward a better system I think that what we're seeing in this case is something that we can expect to spark movement and change across the country. And people are very excited at the hope of that. They're also very hesitant because, as we said, this has been a problem in this community. And so they are hopeful because they're seeing some small steps forward, hesitant because at the end of this, they want to see a conviction. If there's a conviction, I think it will be a sigh of relief for many people in this community. Yeah, and Nicole, finally, I, I wonder, are you hearing anything from the black community itself? Uh, like, you know, we need to have more representation on the force. Um, I, I mean, a lot of these stories, it's white officer, you know, and then black person that's that's having the interaction, whether they've run afoul of the law or not. And and it's, it's almost always white officer, uh, black perpetrator, for lack of a better way to say it. Um, I wonder culturally uh, if this kind of case might propel more young black people to consider a job in law enforcement. I mean, we talked to representatives here in Columbus. Um, in, in fact, most recently, uh, the public information officer, uh, Sergeant Fuqua, and he, he was kind of that way. When he was growing up, he grew up on the south side, maybe didn't love what police represented in his community. But as he got older, he got to know a few cops, decided to join the military, came out went to school, uh, got a certificate, and has been 15 years a police officer and is just one of the best officers we have. I wonder if this kind of moment might propel more young black people to consider getting into that line of work. I think it could, but I think the first step to doing that is breaking down those barriers of distrust. I spoke to a young man yesterday, 19 years old. He didn't want to give me his name, and he didn't want to go on tape because he said, I live in this community. I see those officers or saw those officers every day riding through here, and I just don't trust the police. And so if you don't trust the system, it's not very likely that you're going to become a part of that system. And so if we can start breaking down those barriers, then maybe we will begin to see more minorities join police forces. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.